Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Breaking Western podcast. We are now in season three. Three. Don't be resistant, Abby. Just go with it. I know. We are doing marketing and media this season, bringing in the best of the Western Ooh, industry you. to bring you photographers, brand icons, influence, like so many different types of people to give you this picture of how the Western industry is showing up to the rest of the world. Today is absolutely no exception. <laughs> Abby, who are we talking to? We have a photographer on the line here that I'm sure many of you are familiar with. Uh, you can see her work in print. You can see it all over. Her work is iconic in a lot of ways. She's pioneering some new styles, I would say. Oh, yeah. And we love her for it. We have Alexandra Ray, who prefers to go by Alex. Alex. Our girl Alex. Our girl Alex. <laughs> How the heck are ya? <laughs> Good, how are you guys? <laughs> We're so good. We're so excited to talk to you today. And just to kind of kick everything off, why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about your background, how you got into photography, um, and where you're from. I started photography when I was a freshman in high school. Um, actually, it was when my dad bought my mom a camera for Christmas. Now, <laughs> he, bought, he bought my mom a camera for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Small details, and yeah. And she yeah. never got to use it after that because I kind of stole it from her. So um, I just kind of started taking pictures of my – I have two brothers. They're five and six years younger than me. Um, and so they were perfect for modeling and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I grew up on a farm, so we had lots of options as far as backgrounds and different things like that. So I went through high school doing it. I took a lot of senior photos for um, people that I went to school with, and I went to a really tiny school, so I had 19 kids in my graduating class, if that wow. just kind of puts it into perspective for you. <laughs> um, and I grew up in a little farming town um, in on the Palouse in Washington State um, called Brasilia. I actually grew up outside of it, but that's where I went to high school. Um, and most of us were together from kindergarten all the way through senior year of high school um, and all that. It was kind of like going to school with your siblings <laughs> when you know the people for that long. <laughs> um, so I did that, and then I actually, one of my art teachers really pushed me to pursue my photography. He thought he saw potential, which was awesome. Um, and I was actually editor for his yearbook that year, and... Um, so I enrolled in a local community college and started the photography program. Uh, it was two years long, and then I finished that in June of 2016. So um, I've been, it's been a while, and it's, you know, 2020, as everybody knows. So, <laughs> don't, 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 don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I, well, I met my husband when I was in, college when I had just started and we've been together ever since so we're going on our sixth year anniversary actually on uh, oh. November 2nd oh, so God. we've been together for a while uh, married for three and we have a uh, one and a half year old little girl her name is Holland oh. um, and she is a lot of fun you know they're a little chaotic when they're almost <laughs> two but <laughs> What do you mean? I've heard like, so many good things about yeah, every child's only second year of life. reviews. <laughs> oh yeah, is that the, the terrific? Thing? I think it's the one that it tricks us because they do something and you're like, 
did you really just do that? And then they do something cute, and you're like, okay, it's fine. Like, <laughs> it'll be okay. <laughs> and we'll then keep when you. sleeping is when it really gets you. It's like, oh, man, I want another one. <laughs> then they wake up, and you're like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> but, um, my photography has kind of evolved. I mean, as far as growing up on the farm, um, my dad is a wheat and barley farmer, so I kind of started out with just taking photos of my brothers and then random landscapes and stuff like that around, and then it slowly evolved into more people-based. Uh, I really honed in on the people photography part when I was in college, and then um, started. I shot my first wedding when I was 16, so wow, wow. And it was a friend of my dad's. My dad was actually in the wedding, so it was you know, a little nerve-wracking, but I've shot quite a few since then, and um, a couple years ago, Shaylee, West Desperado, um, contacted me and asked me if I wanted to work with her, um, and I said yes, and it was, it's been history since then, and her and I have worked with each other quite a bit. Um, she's kind of helped get my name out there and helped push me to go in the direction that I want to go. Um, and use my roots and the western uh, industry and all that kind of stuff. I love that story because it's giving me all sorts of warm fuzzies. Angela and I like to think we went to a smaller high school. Really, That's we like, graduated. And I had Abby in my high school, so. Wah, wah. <laughs> I'm a treat. Uh, no, what I was, the direction I was actually going with that I'm was, sorry. you know, we had about 300 people in our class, give or take, but. Uh, my dad was our high school art teacher. Oh, man. <laughs> and I started taking photography classes with him and just, like, um, I didn't stick with it for long, which is not my dad's fault. But it's so funny. You can see when somebody has had a lot of experience with photography. We were looking at your work and we are like, wow, that looks like film with double exposures. Mm. And a lot of your techniques are, like, obviously really grounded in some of these more like interesting styles can you tell us about how that's evolved for you over the years like how did that change when you switched from photographing like landscapes to doing portraits and how did you incorporate the two I think when I really started trying for that kind of film look um in college I actually had to take it was called photo 101 and it was black and white film photography um so you go through the entire process and you you know um you shoot the film, you process the film, you print in a dark room, and go through the entire, I mean, there's like, I don't even know, depending on how you're processing, if you're just printing on normal photo paper, it's a heck of a lot easier than like if people are like doing a medium on um, metal or wood or anything like that, it takes, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that people do, but um as far as just the printing goes, it doesn't take nearly as long. But it is a process, and I think that it um, makes you appreciate what you've done. And I definitely learned to appreciate the fact that we are all digital now. Yes, <laughs> yes. If I had to shoot a wedding on film, I think I would, like, just be stressed to the max. Because, so not that I'm not stressed in the first place, but I think that would add a total, <laughs> whole other level of stress. But um, I loved, like... It's not in all of my photos that I do, but I loved the grain feel and that kind of thing, um, you know, when it's kind of um, 
definitely, it looks more like film when you have that mm-hmm. grain in there, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to being completely, um, like, smooth. It gives you a little bit of texture. And I think in the Western industry, I mean, you, you've got some grit, and I think that that's, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that kind of resonates with that at least. Uh, I started doing double exposures. I mean, you can, double exposing film is pretty easy. You just kind of shoot over the roll. Um, you get a little more leeway with shooting double exposures in your digital camera. You can, sometimes you can pick um, a photo that you've already shot and do another shot with it. Um, my first time I messed with double exposures was actually with Shaylee as well. But we were, it was freezing cold. It was like 7.30 in the morning, and I had just learned how to do it. And I, my favorite one that I've ever done um, was a, a post, uh, a fence post, and it was covered in this frost, and it was, it just looked like, you know, winter wonderland. And then I exposed with um, kind of her profile, and it just, like, I don't know, she had this this vest on that had pheasant feathers and it just kind of all went together. Then um, I kind of kicked it up a notch. Um, I started doing some more double exposures in Photoshop and I um, I did a picture that Shaylee was holding of a skull from Wanderlust Skulls. Well, um, you know, it is sitting right in front of we're us. We're staring at it right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one was a lot of fun. So I was, it was literally when COVID started, um, and I was kind of bored because I didn't have, you know, any new content. I hadn't been able to shoot. Um, my child was tired of me taking pictures of her. <laughs> and so Mom. I was just kind of sitting at my computer trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I just kind of threw them together. Um, thought it would look cool. And then I posted it. And then it was actually Memorial Day weekend. And I came back into service. And I it had gone viral on Real Ranch Weddings. And I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is what it feels like. <laughs> this is, I mean... It was, it was pretty cool. Um, people were sharing it, and friends that I have or family were tagging me in the photos that people were sharing, and I'm like, it's not it's not actually painted on the skull. Yeah, I think... <laughs> it was done in Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> it possibly ruined Cassie's life for a hot minute. <laughs> we got the chance to interview Cassie from Waterless Skulls Season 1, and yes. she, I believe at that time, had mentioned the mm-hmm. skull and yes. was just like, oh, my gosh, so many people thought that I had, d- had done, done this. That. They wanted this for themselves, and they had no idea that this was actually, like, a photography, a photography. trick, which is amazing. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had people, she had people, I mean, hundreds of people messaging us, like, sending me their <laughs> wedding photos, like, hey, can you do this for me? And I'm like, guys, I, I mean, no. I could, but it wouldn't be wow. anything that you might want to hang in your house. <laughs> I mean, somebody else is holding the skull, and I would have to put, you know, and, you know, the two styles wouldn't necessarily go together and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And we're just like, I'm sorry, we're not doing this. Like, but it was cool. It was cool to see people, like, really enjoying it and enjoying my work and enjoying Cassie's work. I mean, it's crazy when things go viral like that. You're like, wow, that that's I mean, that's cool. <laughs> well, and it's so true because it's, I in a lot of ways, I think it's probably easy to look at photography as a somewhat limited medium, mm-hmm. especially in the age of the internet where everybody has access to like millions of images all the time. But oh, there's yeah. there are so many things that you could be doing and endless possibilities to be making these really creative images and doing something that no one has done before. Definitely. And I think... The other thing is people get discouraged by the fact that, I mean, even in my 
where I live, um, kind of in the greater Spokane, Washington area, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of photographers. There's a lot of really good photographers. Um, and I, I think personally, you don't come across that many Western mm. photographers. And when, I mean, I just enjoy it so much. And I think that it's a great, a great way to meet cool people. And I've met some of some of my good friends and some of my most, you know, my best friends doing this. And I think that, you know, it's just, there's a lot of cool stories I could tell you, but I don't think we have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Well, um, <laughs> but speaking of amazing photographers and, you know, being one of those and supporting each other in a community, how do you go about distinguishing yourself from other people and really developing your voice as a photographer, but at the same time, like, you know, maintaining your artistry and keeping in mind that you're a business, so you have to, like, attract people to you and, you know, resonate with enough people that you're getting clients. So tell us a little bit about, like, setting yourself apart while still um, appealing to a large amount of people. For me, a lot of people don't necessarily go as warm um, with their photos as I do sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I have to, like, sit back and look at it and think maybe that's a little too warm, maybe it's a little too orange. I mean, everybody goes through that kind of thing. But I think really honing in on a style that really works for you and is, you know, I mean, not everybody's style is so different. And, I mean, there's similarities, but if you really sit down and look at side-by-side images of people's work, it's you can tell through emotion and just the different coloring and the tones that they come through. But once you figure out what works for you and um, you quit really caring if people like it or not and you really just be true to yourself and you really just create your own art, I think people really attract to that and attract to when people really feel confident about themselves. Mm, Um, It's taken a long time to really... You know, and it's ever-evolving. Everybody is so different. I changed my mind on how I want to edit a photo probably five times. And (laughs) it's just, it's a little crazy. And sometimes it's easy, and I just kind of go through and do, you know, do what I do in um, Photoshop and Lightroom, and it just kind of flows. And other times it takes a little longer. Um, And every lighting scenario is so much different. So being able to differentiate, you know, if you're in a barn and it's super, super dark, being able to work with um, any light that you possibly have. I mean, off-camera flash, on-camera flash, just natural light that's coming through. I think knowing your craft and really understanding how to still make a beautiful photo um, when you have limited access to certain light, I think people really, um, they like that. Because a lot of people, I mean, you never know over here in the Pacific Northwest, what you're going to get for weather. Mm. (laughs) Sometimes you have to go inside. Sometimes you have to go outside. Um, But just knowing, I think confidence is really key um, to standing out to people and being open, like on social media, on on that level, um, being open with people. If people ask you, I get people sometimes asking for like tips or like how to start out and that kind of thing. I think really... Uh, engaging with your audience is a big one too and I think that really um, draws people in as well yeah because art is vulnerable in all of its forms right that's people putting out an extension of themselves Mm -hmm. and presenting it to the world and hoping for the best (laughs) yeah you know at the very least I don't even know how many weddings I can count I can't count on one hand for sure I mean I shot quite a few this year um but every time I give sneak peeks or a gallery back 
it's like nerve wracking. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope they like them. Like, come on, I'm waiting for that text. Like, oh my gosh, these are awesome. Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting there racking my brain. I'm kind of a paranoid person in the first place. (laughs) Well, and you're come on, just text me. Just let me know you like them. And on on top of it all, you're capturing once in a lifetime moments, right? Like, you know, it's not like we get another shot at this wedding that we can, (laughs) you might get another marriage, but you ain't going to get the shot at that wedding. Angela's (laughs) just here to alleviate anybody's stress who is photographing weddings. Um, Yeah. Just in case we all forgot, it is once in a lifetime, folks. (laughs) You cannot mess this up or you will ruin their lives. But it sounds... Can you do your first kiss again? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I missed that. I had a text coming. Um, stop right there <laughs> but it sounds like Alex you're saying that the the best way that you've established that confidence is is through that practice and maybe the learning curve of trying new approaches or like you said I think that's a really important thing to reiterate that idea that you're not editing a photo just one time like you're doing five different versions yeah, of that or you're testing out different colors mm-hmm. and maybe frames or cropping it different ways. And it's so interesting to me that when you look at, if you just Googled like Pacific Northwest or like Washington, Oregon, wherever, you would never see a warm toned photo. Right. Ever. I don't think you would. It's kind of gloomy here. Yeah. Like in in my mind, in my Midwestern mind, if I think warm, (laughs) I'm thinking Texas. Right. And so it automatically gives like this um abby makes fun of me because i used to call it cephia because i only saw it in um text but this like sepia toned um like western old west type vibe seeing that with the pacific northwest background of like the pines and the mountains and everything that's beautiful out there or like the photo in front of us now with the llama and shaley's face like it's just downright inspiring I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I guess, um, I don't know. I kind of draw to that warmth. I was born on the Washington coast and it's very cold there sometimes and it rains a lot. I mean, there's a rainforest over there. So, True. I, mean, oh, just, I did not know that. That yeah. kind of thing. But I, I moved over to Eastern Washington when I was, um, three and a half, four years old. Um, and when I think of my home, I think of rolling hills of wheat fields and I think, mm it's that warmth of summertime. Mm. I was also born in August, so right smack in the middle of harvest. Um, And so, you know, my birthday is usually spent in the field. (laughs) (laughs) Or, I mean, out photographing sunsets. And we get some crazy beautiful sunsets over here. And I, um, I think I just really love the warmth, the warm tones, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, burnt orange is my favorite color, so it just kind of goes together. Absolutely. So then have you found that having your own really distinct voice and the specific style then brings maybe a certain type of client to you? Definitely. I think I've actually kind of learned that I'm seeing more, you know, being a Western photographer, I feel like. I've seen more people who are in, like, the rodeo world or, um, you know, have that, you know, they want to live in Texas kind of thing. And, like, they they portray that in, like, the clothes that they wear and, you know, their own lifestyles. And it, I honestly think there's a lot of them that hide around here. You, I mean, when you think of the Pacific Northwest, you think of Seattle. Mm-hmm. 
or you think of Portland, you don't really think of the eastern side of the states where it's, you know, it's more of that rural area. I mean, there's so many towns surrounding where I grew up that are so small. They're all, I mean, they're maybe a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller than where I grew up. And I feel like um, I'm just seeing more and more people who I never thought I'd be able to say that I get to photograph, kind of portraying that style through through them and, you know, the way of life that they live, too. And, like, I just did a family photo shoot. Um, they raised cattle, and the day of it was just dumping rain. It was pouring. I mean, typical first fall over here. And I was like, do you want to reschedule? Do you want to wait till it's sunny? That kind of thing. She's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's do it. So their cows were soaking wet, and they were in the background of the photos. Um, there was one that we did when they were inside the barn, and they were out of focus, and then I did one of them in focus. It's like a picture window of their cows staring at them, eating their um, eating their food outside the the barn and that kind of thing. I think being able to um, show that, you know, that not, a, not even just through family photos, but wedding photos as well, just showing their way of life through um, uh, the photographs that I give them is just kind of a good way to get a little bit of a leg up. What I give back and what I put forward for them. That's absolutely a gift to be able to let go of any of those preconceived notions or these strong ideas that sometimes we hold on to in terms of what would be a good photo, i.e. like what is a conventional photo, Mm -hmm. and then taking those risks and finding a creative workaround in those moments when, yeah, like everything is soaking wet, but you end up with these cool photos that you would have never mm-hmm. had otherwise because you're trying to to find a way to, as Tim Gunn would say, make it work. Make it work. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I think that that's, um, people are shocked sometimes. I, I can't tell you how many times I get asked, and it's generally people who are older. Um, is it really okay that the sun is behind us? you will be surprised I promise and I always say you'll be pleasantly surprised and they're always kind of shocked when I show them and and it's like I I promise I'm not just going to make you look (laughs) terrible I know what I'm doing my ass on the line thank you (laughs) and I mean most of the time it's when I have like bigger families or at weddings um I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fine, guys, I promise. <laughs> Influencers, per se, or someone like Shaylee, who okay. has a brand deal, or you're doing just a creative collaboration. Mm-hmm. How do you make that work? Because you're at that point, you're joining two specific visions together. You have kind of a, an end goal there, but you're both still trying to maintain your own vision while putting out one joint piece Mm. how do you do that so as far as um like working with Shaylee she's probably the one that I've worked the most with she will kind of send me some inspiration photos that she's been kind of wanting to do most of the brands give her um pretty good leeway I would say um there's been a few that have had like special requests and that kind of thing and any jewelry or anything like that we get those up close shots so you can really see the product and really see what they're going for and then we she sends me like what outfits she's doing um we try to find some cool locations we got to shoot at a local stockyard here um that was a lot of fun and then um 
a lot of the places that we shoot are fairly close to where we live. She only lives probably 35 minutes from me, so she's closer to um, Cheney, Washington, and I'm closer. I'm in Harrington, Washington, which is a super tiny town, um, but there's lots of rural areas, um, and people are generally willing if we need to find a new spot, say it's someone's barn that we saw on the side of the road or <laughs> anything like that, people are usually pretty okay with, you know, letting us shoot there. Um, I love that. We do love to shoot with horses, and I think a lot of the brands are totally okay with that. Um, and I know that there's been a couple that have um, asked to work specifically with her and me, um, and I'm sure that there's others that want to work with, you know, any of the other amazing photographers that she works with. But um, we just kind of go through together what we think might look best. Um, and Shaylee's amazing. I mean, she throws all these different looks and all these different poses and all this stuff and sometimes I'm like okay I gotta let my camera slow down for a second <laughs> <You're> like, <"Shaley, laughs> stop slaying <laughs> <laughs> seriously um, but it takes a lot of um, you know education on our end as far as learning what the brand really portrays you know mm. just kind of checking out the stuff that they've already posted and that kind of thing and then I mean, she does a lot of the work. I'm going to just say that now. She, you know, really kind of hones in what she wants to portray on her page. And 99.9% .9 of the time, it works on my own. So mm. it's just kind of, I'd say we mesh pretty well together um, as far as our ideas and things. And um, there's things that we've tried that neither of us thought would work, and they turned out really, really cool. So we just kind of trust each other on that end. Um what was really cool is her and I put on a workshop last October, and we had four girls come learn from us. Um, it was really nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> I had people flying in to learn from her and I, and we're just like, okay, how do we do this? <laughs> how do we look put together? <laughs> but we had some really cool brands send us some, um, some clothing and some accessories and things like that, and we really had so much fun teaching and the girls were really willing to learn and really kind of take in everything that we said and I mean we stayed together the entire weekend so we got a chance to really talk to each other and learn about each other and um, kind of gauge where the girls wanted to go as far as if they really wanted to get into the influencer side of things or if they're just looking to kind of model things um, and not really do like certain brands but I'd say um, anybody who wants to do it, just go out and do it. If that's what your heart is saying, um, get in front of a camera. That's all you have to mm -hmm. do is just kind of, and if you're worried about your posing and things like that, I mean, you have a mirror, <laughs> you yeah. can kind of look at yourself and kind of figure out what facial expressions you like and that kind of thing. Um, but I'd say, you know, just the same with photography, getting out there and doing it is what really makes you hone in on being confident and that kind of thing. Um, but the, uh, I've worked with a few other influencers too. Um, Catherine Merck, she is awesome. She, um, is a for, former Miss Rodeo America, um, from Spokane and she and I have worked together a few times. Um, I get to work with a new influencer this weekend. Um, new to me. She's been doing some awesome stuff. Um, her name's Courtney. She is the mounted shooter on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, follow right her. on. Yep. We get to do some fun stuff this Saturday, so that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, I think just 
once I started working with Shaylee, I kind of, you know, got a little more confident. We've done quite a few together, so when I started having people ask me if they wanted to, if I wanted to work with them, I was like ready to go, you know, that kind of thing. And I, again, I think just doing it and getting out there and, you know, learning from all of them, they're all so different and all so amazing. Learning to really be comfortable with every different kind of person is a big part of it, too. Mm. And we interviewed Shaylee on the last season of Breaking Western, and she had mentioned working with photographers and her, like, she just loves photographers that make her feel really comfortable. Mm -hmm. And obviously when you're working on things like boudoir, like um, young kids, weddings, like high stress situations, whether external or internal pressure, um, how do you prepare for something like that? Like, what is your philosophy as a photographer when you go into that, that you're like, okay, this person, I want to capture them and their most beautiful state, even if they don't necessarily feel beautiful, right. all the same while I'm battling my own, like, imposter syndrome, oh my gosh, am I good enough to be here? Like, are they going to like my stuff? Whatever. Like, what does that look like for you? I'd say the biggest thing is your mind is going a million miles, miles a minute. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times I'll kind of, uh, if they message me, like, on social media, um, I'll kind of take a peek at what, you know, what their page is like and kind of what their family is like or what they're like, um, that kind of thing. And um, when I get to the shoot, I'll kind of talk to them for a little bit and kind of, you know, gauge, like, what kind of person they are, um, that kind of thing, how their family runs. Uh, but what I'd say is definitely a different level of that. Mm-hmm. Um I have a guide that I usually send out to them, and I just, a lot of them second-guess themselves, even right when they get there, when they're getting makeup done, when they're getting hair done, Um, and I think that being able to talk to them and really make them feel comfortable is a big part of it for any photographer. I feel like if you're good at that, then you're going to be fine. Um, If you are good with people, just having a conversation and kind of making them feel like you're an old friend is a big Mm -hmm. part of it. Um, and I know I gained a lot of patience after, (laughs) after I had my daughter, for sure, especially with families and little kids and, you know, newborns run on their own schedule for sure. Kids run on their own schedule. (laughs) It's just kind of, you just kind of have to be willing to just be patient. Um, cause not, not everybody is, you know, going to be easy. It's, I mean, Mm. there are challenges. People think they're not photogenic and you have to kind of put them in positions where they where you think that they're gonna like how they look in the photo I know myself I battle with every woman battles with not liking how they look or whatever you know Mm -hmm. Uh, our own insecurities um but I just you know you kind of have to think about maybe they would want to have sucked in a little bit (laughs) you know (laughs) always given back like that kind of thing just flattering angles and things like that but um as far as going into it, and there are times where I'm like, okay, what do I do next? I know I I like to look up ideas, um, and sometimes ideas will just pop in, but a lot of times, <laughs> and I'm not the only person that this happens to, I know, but sometimes you get to a shoot, and you, you know, you're ready, you're ready to go, and then you start, and you're like, wow, I just lost all my ideas in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know where it went, but there it goes. <laughs> but being able to have some things that you're good at uh, uh, some signature poses or things like that that you have in the back of your mind at all times is a good thing to have. But being able to work fast is another 
another one. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps me a lot, especially with little kids. <laughs> I think people sometimes are surprised because, I mean, when you have little ones, <laughs> your mind is chaos, your life is chaos. Um, they run around, you know, they don't always do what you want them to do. And then sometimes you get those angel kids and you're like, oh, this is perfect. They're doing everything I have them to do. <laughs> um, but being able to capture, like, in between moments, like, the mom hugging, you know, the little one or that kind of thing and things that they didn't even think about, you know. You know, most people only think about, like, the posed ones. Um, the candid ones are definitely my favorite. I know they're a lot of people's favorite and something that I like to kind of capture. So they'll they'll hear my, hear my shutter go off and they're like, really? Did you just really take a picture? <laughs> What's going on? But I'm like, well, you hired me, so you're probably going to hear it a lot. <laughs> but, but I think... Um, Again, just doing it, just being out there and learning and learning what works. I know sometimes I have to tell kids there's a monster in my lens just so they'll look at me. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> you know, my gosh. It's in Amazing. There. You gotta look really hard and smile at it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Plot twist, it's your own reflection in my lens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, can you tell us more about that? Because I'm so curious, what are some of those unexpected moments that you're looking for <laughs> like those unposed moments the that candid. you're always keeping your eye out for to snap that or two the importance of like getting the right angle and you know clicking that shutter button at just the right moment so that you're catching people like when their eyes are open and they're smiling versus when they're like blinking and taking a breath so um usually i have my camera on it's called high speed continuous mode um, you push the button once and it'll shoot, like, it's like a burst on your iPhone, kind mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll shoot a whole bunch of photos at the same time. Um, it just catches, like, you know, that second of what just happened, uh, that blink, the taking a breath, the sneeze, <laughs> not some, some crazy, like, baby's puking. Things I'm like, oh, I really wish I didn't capture that, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> Or as far 
street. The rain was so loud. They could almost not hear me. Um, that kind of thing, I think just being ready all the time to capture something. Um, and it happens really fast. Like kids, you tell them, give mommy a kiss. They'll do this fast little peck kiss. <laughs> you have to, to just like completely take 10 pictures at once just to make sure you get it because they don't want to hold it. <laughs> so, um, being ready, I think, is the biggest thing. Just being ready at all times, looking for those little moments. Um, I think I learned a lot more as a parent of what those moments might be, even with just mm. couples. So, love that. It makes me think of when you were talking about like timing wise. Um, Abby and I just did a photo shoot. She knows where I'm going with this. I do. Abby and I just did a photo shoot um, for an earring company, and we got on somehow the same schedule of shutter and blink at the same time. And it, it went was on like for probably 20 frames. Yes. And it, it literally, like, both of us were like frustrated. And so we'd be like, okay, now I'm going to blink weirdly timed, or I'm going to click t- weirdly timed so that it will be finally like back on a rhythm of open eyes and take the picture and it just wasn't working and we're like okay we both just stop stop for a second walked away from each other and came back we're like all right let's try this again let's try this again it is harder to do it if you're doing it yourself i would compare myself to a small child when you talk about like having to have the right timing and deal with temper tantrums that's probably a lot of what abby deals with with me i would agree yeah That feels accurate. It's really nice to hear you say that out loud, well, though. Well, sweetie. Well. And it's on the public record. <laughs> Everyone listening, remember, take note. Remember, I edit these. <laughs> I will take that out. <laughs> um, it's funny to me to hear you talk about, um, like, having poses ready and then thinking about you working with clients like Shaylee who come to the table with all of these ideas. Um, what is your preference what do you like? Do you like to have ideas ready or do you like somebody that's super interactive and like has their own kind of vision for what you're doing? I mean, my job is definitely a heck of a lot easier if they are prepared and if they have done their research and kind of figured out what they want to be and look like in these photos that we're doing. Uh, It doesn't bother me if they don't have anything. Um, It kind of gives me an idea to just be creative and do things that I might not have done before and things that they have never done before it's easier on my end definitely if they are prepared just because like with Shaylee she does all these different poses at all different times and there's there's um certain poses that I love that she does um so we do those quite a bit and then we always like to do some weird angles and some fun you know some fun things that some other people may not be as comfortable with knowing each other and knowing how each one of us works is a big um, part of it. I know I've worked with Catherine a couple times and we've kind of gotten to that point where we know how each other works and how, um, like, you know, certain ways that she likes to see herself and that kind of thing. Biggest thing, I think, of what you want these to look like. I definitely, even with just, like, family photos, I'm like, is there, like, a certain background you're thinking or, um, a photo that resonates with you that really you would like to see, um, portrayed in your own photos like that kind of thing it, it does help me because I'm a visual person it helps me kind of be ready to see that and look for that um when we're out doing it yeah and I'm thinking while you're talking about that with Pinterest of people mm-hmm. that if they're going to come to a photo shoot they will have maybe a board or even just a single idea off of Pinterest 
Um, talk about that on the other side where you are the person that has photos on Pinterest that people are sharing to the level of viral. Um, what does that look like for you as a business person? Have you dealt with anything difficult as far as like um, trying to keep your rights to images or use them in a way that um, works for your business at the same time balancing like this promoting yourself and knowing that going viral is obviously going to help you um, I haven't really run into any issues with any of that um, I think the biggest thing is having contracts and letting people know mm. like this is what you can and cannot do you really can't go <laughs> sell it to a magazine and make money off of it mm. um, if they give photo credit that's I mean that's a big thing that's word of mouth that's them telling people like hey this person did this um i know with pinterest sometimes like my own name can get lost in that um with the photos that i take um some people do this some people don't um photos have what's called metadata mm -hmm. and a lot of times um embedded into those photos is your name your phone number your email so people know that this is this belongs to you. This is something that you made. This is, you know, it has the date and that kind of thing. Uh, and it's a setting in the programs that we use that you can put on there. Um, but with the copyright thing, I really haven't had any issues. Um, if I am really worried about it, I will message them and be like, hey, can you, you know, at least give photo credit or mm -hmm. give, you know, credit to the person. Um, and a lot of, sometimes, like, brands will accidentally tag me in a photo that I didn't take. I'm like, hey, this isn't mine. Like, letting them know. I mean, with social media, things get lost and things get, yeah. get jumbled all the time. With the promotion part, I mean, you know, there's people, I, I'm i in a, uh, a group on Facebook where it's like a, a Western marketplace kind of thing, and people will post, like, ideas like, hey, I'm looking for someone who can do this. Or uh, I can, I'm looking for someone who can make this purse or that kind of thing. Uh, I saw quite a few times, like, um, my photo that did go viral. Um, and my friends were really good about, like, I know the photographer. Like, if you have questions, you can ask her. Um, I think word of mouth is the biggest thing that I've seen work really well for myself um, as far as the promotion part of it. Yeah, that's and that's so true tip. that community over competition is mm -hmm. so important. Um, I'm wondering if you could tell us or our listeners, maybe who are just starting out in photography or looking to kind of start their own photography business or take it on a little more seriously, what's the best advice you could give them in terms of coming up with that contract when mm -hmm. they're working with mm -hmm. especially influencers or with individuals who will be widely like sharing business. their images online. Yeah. Um, if you're really, so I, um, I use a software called HoneyBook, um, and it is, it's all online, um, but it keeps track of all my contracts and all that kind of stuff, um, especially for weddings and things like that. Um, just knowing, like, what lingo you can use in it, and I know some photographers sell, like, contract templates, um, Talking with a lawyer and kind of seeing what, you know, is legal and what is not <laughs> is a mm. big thing. Um, and just kind of keeping it straight and, you know, and they're ever-changing. I mean, sometimes you have to change, like, the amount of time that you are going to have to take to give these photos back. Um, mm. Or, I mean, um, things as far as, like, if you have a second shooter, like, changing, like, what they can and cannot post, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um I think just, you know, education, 
not is a big part of that. And people get so scared of that when you say right. lawyer. They're like, like oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to no, court. No, 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 like, no, no, no. no, these people are here to help you. Like, <laughs> yes, and that's yes. why I love what we're doing here, too, is, like, sharing advice from people that are doing this for a living mm-hmm. on a big scale and being able to learn from literally the best of the best. The best in the biz. It's so exciting. Alex, our girl Alex, <laughs> Alexander Ray Photography, can you tell us where to find you online? Um, so on Instagram, I am at Alexandra Ray Photo, um, and on Facebook, I am Alexandra Ray Photo, <laughs> um, and all of my contact information is on my Facebook and my Instagram. My website is uh, alexandrarayphoto.com, um, and yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. <laughs> we love that. Consistency Amazing. and branding nailed it, and that's yes. Alexandra Ray, R-A-E. Photo. So if you're not following her already, everyone, get at please it. go check her out because I mean her work is amazing. It's beautiful. Um and we we love we love to support. Yes. So give her a follow, yes. give her a like, and um we are here to tell you that sliding into people's DMs <laughs> with she responds, requests, you guys, she responds. It works. So <laughs> if she talked to us, she'll talk to you. I guarantee you. And it. it says on her website to ask about travel rates. Even if you're not from the Pacific Northwest, you never know where everybody's gonna be. So if you love her photography, if it speaks to you, if you want photos taken, reach out. It's really not that expensive to get somebody to travel to you and compensate them for their time and get amazing, incredible work. So we're excited to share all of what we just talked about with you all today. And we hope to catch you in the next episode of the Breaking Western podcast. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to getting pictures with you. I'm just going to say it right now. I think we should do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm totally game for that. Perfect. All right, everybody, this has been another episode of the Breaking Western Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week for another episode with marketing and media. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs>